rolling. Welcome back to Filmcraft, everyone. I'm Matt. Matt Ralston. Who are you? I'm uh, I'm Cougar Bakarian. I'm not. I'm not Latif. No, we got a sub for Latif yeah. this week, but in our case, this hour, because Latif just had to pop out for a quick minute, so we can record one with Cougar. What is time anyway? It's relative. It's subjective. We're saying this now, but let's listen to this now. Those two nows are not the same now. Right? Yeah. It's now. <laughs> so, we wanted to bring Cougar back on because he is, we've talked about this before, he was the lead of Party Stories, and he's the lead of our new movie, and last time we had him on was before we shot or anything, and now we're pretty well finished. We just did a two-second pickup shot we just finished shooting (laughs) for the lock picture and the movie should be done in april so we're going to start hitting you guys with some trailers and all kinds of promo stuff and now we have a whole new episode to talk about how we shot and the difference between movies and i know i want to ask you about the what your take on the process was of both movies um so i guess yeah as a brief overview let's start with that like what was your process with this new movie because a little bit of background, Party Stories, when you came on, uh, was a couple of weeks before we shot. And it was kind of like, here's the script. Okay, awesome. You got the role. Let's shoot this. And this one, we kind of developed it together because I brought you on before even the first draft of the script. And we would just constantly be in communication about everything. So you got to see it through from the start to now coming to the finish. So what was it like? What was the difference? Uh, well, uh uh, the difference is definitely like being more prepared to do a movie because mm-hmm. like party stories like I said I've never really done anything like that was that put together I suppose it was that like like it was a very professional atmosphere mm-hmm. and it was like yeah things were expected but in like the best way and like you know like, I felt like I had to step up to a certain uh, level just for my own sake mm-hmm. uh, as well as for the movie's sake um <laughs> This is very nerve-wracking, whereas, like, this time, now that I had gotten rid of all those nerves, I had new nerves. <laughs> uh, well, what were you nervous about this time around? Uh, that was romantic. That was, like, that was definitely different for me. Like, uh, I've not really been a romantic person in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I didn't even start dating until I moved to Vancouver the first time. And even then, that was, like, one girl. Yeah. So it's, like, it's just not really, like, I'm, I'm, I'm always just so focused on some other distraction, so... It was kind of like a challenge for me to, you know, understand relationships to a level that I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and how which, do you prepare for something like that? Well, it started with books. Because <laughs> uh, clearly someone had to have written something about relationships that I could attach to. So mm. uh, it was a, a lot of nonfiction, a lot of like, uh, you know, anxious relationship types versus avoiding uh, relationship types. And, mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff, and then and then also just living uh, in general too, because uh, a little to my preparation, like I started going through like my own relationship problems in real life, which mm-hmm. at the time sucks, but like they were still the voice in the back of my head, which was like this is like perfect experience, like, this is amazing. <laughs> this research, how this is lining up with what I'm about to do, like it's it's everything I needed, and like so it's just kind of like. Which, I mean, I, I guess it's just a good outlook for life. Like, if something bad is happening to you, just revel in the fact that it's you're going to be able to use that to your advantage later. Like, yeah, especially if you're creative. Yeah, like, it's... There's there's nothing you just... You can't use. Uh, there's stuff you might not use or not want to use, but but you can always use something. Mm. Um, but anyway, yeah, then just, like, yeah. A break up here, a break up there. 
uh, moved back to Vancouver and then mm-hmm. uh, locked down for a month and then prepared to, prepared to shoot the movie. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So just in terms of like, what was development like for you when, I guess we'll start from the first call, like Latif and I were making this story, like we hadn't written it yet, like I said. And we were like, who could, we knew there was a lead character and it was a love story, so it was going to be, you know, a girl. We were even open to a gay relationship at the time. It didn't end up that way, but um, we're like, who could play the guy? And I remember we saw a bunch of headshots and like, none of these people are doing it for me, like at all. And we're like, what about Cougar? Cougar could do it. Yeah, Cougar could totally do it. So what was that like? Like, I think I emailed you, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was very heartwarming. Like, like being thought of for a role is like awesome. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, I mean, especially like this early in a career, if you can call it a career, it's like <laughs> you you definitely feel like you're winning for sure. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's I mean, thank you for thinking of me. Yeah, no problem. It was I mean, an awesome time. It's not like it was charity. You do no, really yeah, well. That's I mean, why. like it's, and I think that's the thing too. I'm like, I'm grateful that I get the chance to like you know, try it one more time and, like, try mm. to do a better job than I did last time. Like, I think that's, especially for any actors that, like, don't get any roles or struggle getting roles or feel like times are tough. Like, I mean, times are tough for me right now, too. Like, mm-hmm. I've had back-to-back auditions with no roles and stuff. But, I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's part of it sometimes. And until you're really well-known, uh, that's how you it don't is. usually get called back. And then sometimes you work on a role and you do a good job and then you do get thought of for a role and you do get come back. Yeah. And you didn't even need to audition, really. So, uh it's really just about doing, I don't know, the best job you can, I think. Um, very much like being in the moment, too. Like, that's another thing. Was, uh, I think with party stories, I did so much like in my head mental prep for what it was going to be like when I was doing things mm-hmm. that by the time I got to set, I wasn't really even thinking about what I was doing in the moment. Like, I was trying to, but I was I was kept worrying about like the next scene and like, Mm-hmm. When we're gonna wrap, and we're gonna have enough sleep, and like, am I doing this right? And like, what do they think from that side? And it's like, I'm thinking of anything but what I should be thinking about, which is the actual acting. And like, I can read that uh, when I watch my old footage, um, as opposed to to this round. I just got to see some of the footage, and I feel like I'm much more in my skin because mm. I could tell on those days I was very much just in the moment itself. And I think it's, it's it's very important just to know where you are right now and not where you're going to be or where you were just yeah. and do the best job you can like now did the way we kind of crafted the movie help with that like having you on board from the start and i remember when we first talked i, I was pretty open with like you know we're going to write a script things are going to be scripted but it, we're also going to try a lot of things too so like what of those things being on from early on to having that open atmosphere like what helped the most and what did those do for you well, it was kind of nice being part of the writing process in a way, just because uh, I think I got to grasp around the character more, and the character got to grasp around me more, too. Like, it was, there was much more of me involved in this character, mm-hmm. uh, just from the beginning. So there wasn't a lot of, like, editing around. It was just more, like, adding layers on top, mm-hmm. um, or taking things away, which I think is kind of a good idea, like... Honestly, it's probably the best way, like, creation really starts. Like, you start with, like, the big forms first. Yeah. And then you chip away till you get, like, the finer details. And I think that uh, was only something that was different about this one was, like, it started with the idea, and then it got refined. Mm. And it's like, and it becomes one one thing, which is uh, very fun. 
Uh, and I don't know, just cool seeing like all the different sides like work together to create a film yeah. in general. So, and then on the note of like having that open, like you want to try a line or whatever, like feel free to do it on the day. What's that like for you? Uh, at first, nerve wracking. Uh, I, I mean, I just don't know what to say <laughs> when I'm thinking about what I should be saying. Um, but after a while, like it got fun and stuff. And I think the key to it was uh, when we were having fun and not focusing on the lines, like, you know, you just relaxed it and like mm -hmm. you accidentally say something funny and then, and then you say like, try that and you're like oh, oh shit okay well alright <laughs> and it works it works it's just great but it's like uh, I think that's like if there can be time budgeted for those kind of things I think it's it's all worth it because mm. then you get real moments and stuff like yeah. some nice genuine little hidden gems um, yeah I mean I like it I like Sweet. it a lot yeah. alright so let's not jump too far ahead um, I remember when like when I emailed you we had that little Skype and I was like yeah you know you should play this part the only thing I was worried about, I knew you would kill it in every aspect, but the only thing I was worried about with pretty much everyone involved was I didn't want to hire people that I would show them the script and be like, oh, no, it's great. I want to change a word. Mm. It's like, no, 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 no. And like even the first draft, I've said this on the, on the show before, all first drafts are terrible. So I remember giving you the first one and I was like, is he going to tell me like it could use some work or is he going to say it's great? I don't want him to say it's great because it's not great. Not yet. It will be great when it's done, yeah. but it's not great yet. And then we had that uh, Skype call after you read it. You're like, yeah, it's good for a first draft. I'm like, yes, he's actually going to help me make this better. He's not just going to, you know, suck my cock here. So what is it like on that note of like giving a creative notes for scripts and knowing that something can get better without, you know, I don't know saying like, you're terrible. This is awful. <laughs> I think that all starts with how you as an individual uh, treat your own creativity. Um, I think if you find yourself to be one of those people who like, when you've made something, like, that's it, and mm -hmm. then you show it off and you expect like a good remark, it's not really about creativity, it's about doing something perfect, and that's like, mm -hmm. it's like the opposite of creativity, it's just, yeah. it's just too stagnant, it's too stiff, but if you're one of those people who, who like you, like, wants to get notes, and I feel like you're also more comfortable when people come to you of also giving those notes. And I think it's the more anyone who's in a creative field uh, doing a creative job, if, if you can not take anything personally, because it never really is, especially if it's really about the project itself. If you, if you can not take anything personally, like it's easier to get those notes and it's easier to give those notes. And it really is all just, they're just notes. Like it's not, they're not digs. They're not like, mm -hmm. they're not breakdowns. It's, it's not, you know, unraveling your personality it's just like is this effective is it not effective and, and mm -hmm. what can we do to, to make it even better uh, just for better sake yeah. uh, and it's that can be a fun process like especially when you get the ball rolling and stuff you start ramping on things and, like, mm -hmm. and really like have 99 bad ideas to get the one good idea that's the, that's the whole point quantity will definitely give you results it's yeah, it's a it's a marathon more than a than a race yeah. you uh, gotta try the garbage before you get to the good stuff oh yeah yeah I mean, how would you know what good stuff tasted like if you didn't have a nasty banana peel every now and then, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> so I eat nasty banana peels in there. Uh, um, so with the development process, um, what was the biggest thing you took away, whether it was from all the rewrites we did or whatever character work you would have done yourself or, you know, where we were planning on shooting and it just anything from the development? What was probably the biggest help to you? 
as an actor? Biggest help. Mm-hmm. God, I relied on so much. Uh, well, I, I, if there's more than one, <laughs> just name them. Well, it's the it was the whole thing, really. I mean, like, I mean, I, albeit you know, obviously, I couldn't have done it on my own, or I'd just be a crazy guy in the street, acting <laughs> really heartbroken. But uh, not really. Like, it really is just the the collaborative effort. Like, um, even from like getting the schedules like on time, like knowing what your day is going to look like beforehand, um, having your other actors know their lines and like be ready to like play, have like you like awake and ready to like you know the pain in the ass job of, of directing everybody for an entire day like it, it's like that's a lot of leashes like every, if you ever walked 20 dogs uh, you can imagine sort of what it would be like to, to I'm sure direct a movie because that's just like you gotta manage so much and you gotta make sure everyone's managing their own time too but like really when everyone's just showing up and doing what they they're doing because they love doing it and like doing a good job it's it makes it easy for for me and for everyone else and then mm. it makes me want to make it easier for everyone else if I can um yeah mm. yeah so um one thing I think that was interesting that we did and I think people will enjoy hearing about it was like we said earlier this is a love story and mm. you're a co-lead Rachel I didn't even I don't think I told you her name until like a week before we shot. I didn't let you guys meet no. or have any contact of any kind. <laughs> so what was that like? Um, like, it was it was interesting, like imagining <laughs> what a co-star would be. Did you know what, what she looked like? Did I show you a picture? Uh, no, I didn't see her until we did the Skype read through. Okay. Uh, I was still in Edmonton, and then I didn't, like, I mean, it's not, like, great resolution, so she's yeah. kind of a blur. That's a human. Um, and she had dark hair. <laughs> um, and then, uh, when would it have been? Because I found out her name, because you let out, you let out a list of contacts just in case we need to get a hold of each other, and it had yeah. her name on it, so that's when I, like, I did the creepy thing and Facebooked her. Mm-hmm. Just so I could find out. And then I saw she had done work previously. And I was stupid enough to watch that work. <laughs> and get really heart, like, discouraged. Because I was like, ah, oh, shit, these guys are good. <laughs> I don't know if I'm up for this. Uh, uh-huh. But uh, then it just became fun. Like, when I finally met her for the first time, when we sat down to read, it was, um, it was just nice to have her. Like, she, was, she just showed up. She was present. She was just, like, on the ball. Which was, like, a little intimidating, but in, like, the best way possible. Because mm-hmm. was like, oh, like... Reminds me that I need to also be, be there. Um, and what was that like? Three days before we shot or something? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's like really quickly. And like our first scene, like all good first scenes should be like right in the place where you don't want to be. Like <laughs> for party stories, the first scene we shot was <laughs> oh the bathtub. Yeah, right? me like yeah. we're drawing dicks on some guy's face. <laughs> like that's the first, and it's a heartfelt scene too in a way because he's like telling me he cares about me. He's like grabbing by the collar, and I've got to feel like heartbroken and bad I'm like we're starting here like this is a, this is a heavy emotional <laughs> note to so of course in this one our first like our first scene we shoot is like us in a we're, doorway we're, right? we're in a doorway yeah we're, yeah. we're making we're out we're making out we're kissing we're kissing goodbye <laughs> I remember that's scene one and I've just met this girl <laughs> when we got to editing for that we pull up that scene and Latif's like did you know this was like the second time Cougar and Rachel had ever talked Oh yeah, 
shit, we really threw them in the deep end. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and now you're going to swim. <laughs> so what was that like? Uh, the lead up was very like, you know, definitely a lot of heart palpitations and just like, does my breath stink? Did I brush my teeth correctly? Do I know how to kiss? What's kissing again? How old am I? Just endless thoughts. And then it happens and then it's over and then you're like, right, we're professionals. Yeah. We can do this. Uh, and then from then on, it was pretty smooth. But, uh, I mean, I guess it was just, it was probably the best way to start. Cause then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. And like the whole idea between, of not meeting, the whole idea of not letting you guys meet beforehand was in the story, your characters meet for the first time in the movie and we see it on screen and I'm like well if we don't let them meet then we kind of get that them meeting them interacting and they don't have to act we get that for free like they're good enough actors that we don't need to give them that beforehand and it can only make it better so when you have these scenes where you know it's a love story you two meet and you're starting to connect and all that did it how'd that feel like because you had actually just met this person um well, I mean, it's it's kind of a benefit in its own way because, like, I think the key to those kind of things is 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 within like living life, like especially for actors, is like don't get so caught up in rehearsing how you're going to react because you don't do that in real life. It's mm -hmm. just, and if you do, stop because you come off across as really fake. <laughs> um, just go live. Just go go surprise yourself with people and meet people that are you know different. Like go to an art show. Go to a, go to improv. Go go where people are going to be in your face and talking and stuff and be social, uh, and then notice how you react, um, and then remember that because like if you're noticing how you react to a situation, you can often uh, duplicate that honestly because you're actually feeling it as opposed to just putting on an action. Hmm. Um, and so meeting Rachel for the first time, like obviously I had that feeling of meeting someone new for the first time, who's a girl that I'm going to be interacting with on you know. Uh, a more personal level and using that extra level like helps in the scene especially when we first meet each other because like, like I can remember what it was like meeting her for the first time like yeah. uh, so it was like kind of nice too not having that be, be the absolute first scene because I think if it was like maybe it would have been too much like maybe I just wouldn't be like you know jaw to the floor I'm like <laughs> flabbergasted like really did not meet her until like you said action and then I was just like yeah. uh, I do it line 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 <laughs> I am cougar <laughs> and I look like an idiot <laughs> so in terms of just let's get a little technical just shooting schedules like we shot party stories for seven days and I think this one we only had eight but this is a lot more movie than party stories like party stories we had the well, I guess it was two locations. We cut one of them in the final movie. But this one, we had, what, like, 15 locations. There was a lot of moving parts. And just page count and conversation. Everything was more in this than party story. So what was that like for you? Uh, it was cool. Yeah? yeah? It just felt way more professional. Like, especially because, like, I did, I've done, like, a couple PA uh, gigs. Mm -hmm. um, like, on Supergirl and stuff. And it's cool seeing how much goes on behind the scenes. Like just the sheer massive amount of people and equipment yep. and you only get to see what's in like a tiny monitor and you're just like oh my god like <laughs> there's a lot going on outside the box um to make the box like good and, and like i think it was just it was cool to know that we'd gone to that next level um not because anyone like told us we could or because like it was just granted but just because we were just like willing to take that next step yeah to like totally. throw that much together and it's just like 
oh shit like yeah we talked a lot about that before we were filming too we were like you know party stories was great and it turned out pretty pretty well but this is like we're not taking one step here we're taking like two or three mm. it was a, a big jump forward I'm like yeah I think I mean how do you feel about that like do you feel like you got to stretch and grow like oh yeah, yeah. absolutely and that was like the whole point of it was after party stories we were ready for to take that step mm -hmm. and it'll be the same with the next one like I tell everyone um, I don't want from party stories to this one which we haven't announced the name yet but we're going too soon oh, and then this one to whatever we do next like I don't want to take one step forward I want to be so prepared that we can take three mm -hmm. at a time and just make much much better movies and I know you haven't seen the whole this whole movie yet but when you do it'll be pretty clear that it's a colossal leap forward and same for the next one just keep getting better and better um so yeah in terms of shooting schedule and like location move the party stories we shot all at night this one had a variety and we're going to all these different locations did it make it easier for you harder for you were there things you did differently in terms of your prep for the character based off that or um yeah um i mean i, I won't really go too much into process just because i think it's process is more of like an individual thing I think mm -hmm. I've been noticing anyway um, just because like something that works for you might not work for someone else uh, I think it's just the amount of time I had was more of a benefit mm -hmm. um, and I think that's a benefit to anyone because the more time you can take on something uh, the more you get to explore the more you get to trial and error before you start showing a finished product um, so I mean yeah I mean I, that's the only thing that I really like I like using to my benefit but even then like having only a month of prep for stuff is still has its own fun things because then you mm. see how, how fast you work, how effective you can work and stuff and like uh, those help you for the slow times because you can work really effective for a longer period of time like yeah. um, I don't know if there's any such thing as being over prepared um, maybe just over critical mm -hmm. um, yeah I think letting like the mistakes and little like quirks and stuff happen, and the things you forgot, like letting letting those show up and not avoiding them on stage, like uh, or uh, on the screen, really helps and stuff. Um, and it even helps you if it doesn't work, because if you get to watch that and you see something that didn't work, mm -hmm. you know that now. Uh, yeah. And next time you you won't make that mistake where you'll be able to play it differently and like. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um. Oh, what the hell was I gonna ask? Oh yeah, so um, like we talked about, we developed the story a lot together like it was me and Latif always in contact with you and Rachel and the four of us really formed the core of the story and you know we got notes from you guys and I'd go off and write it and then we'd do it again and again and again so what was it like having so much like there's a lot of the stuff we talked about in your personal life or my personal life so much uh, and a lot of it from you because you played the character mm. what's it like having so much of you in a character uh <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. Like, it, definitely, even just seeing the scenes that I just saw, uh, I feel connected to me more, which is weird, because <laughs> I don't think I've ever done... Like, obviously, my goal would be to do better on each film, and so this, of course, I, I don't think I've ever done as good of a job, uh, just naturally. Um, but, like, I, I think, like, I'm at the point... Which is funny, because I've been a little discouraged lately, but it was, it was nice seeing them. But I think I'm at the point where, like, I'm, I'm actually able to connect maybe with the audience and that's just by connecting with myself mm -hmm. at the moment that I'm actually acting like actually trying to feel those feelings that I'm feeling and not controlling what I'm trying to emote yeah. <laughs> like it's 
it's not about control at all. It's it really is just about kind of like it's like letting go but being in control at the same time. Well, it's well that's what the prep work is for. Uh, that's why you prep is so when you show up on the day, you don't have to think because mm. you know you've done the necessary like understanding to like just let yourself be a human being yeah. on the camera because like that's all you can really be. That's yeah. that's all people are gonna that's understand. What you're going for. Yeah. Um, and just to, to be naturally you and not somebody else, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and I, I guess it would, would be easier and it definitely was easier having uh, some more truth written into it about me. That being said, I, I don't think there's a character, uh, that you could find, hopefully that's well written, that you couldn't connect with because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, that's the nature of, uh, of being an actor, of, of watching movies and stuff, seeing human nature and. You connect with people that are different from you because parts of them are the same as you. You do think the same way in some ways and stuff. And like, uh, yeah, it's really important just to be true uh, to you so that other people can see uh, themselves. Yeah. yeah, that's the goal. That's the goal. Uh, so going back to shooting schedule for a little bit, like I said, party stories were seven days, but we were pretty much all on one location. And with this one having eight days, but 15, I think it was 15 locations, did you feel rushed at any point? Or like... Because I know the or the gym, for instance, like in the final movie, there's probably five six minutes of like total screen time for Jim, and we shot all of that in forty five minutes. So like, was it ever rushed or with the amount of prep we did, were you like, ah, we got this? Um, that kind of stuff, I don't really. I don't know if I took too much notice of it. Hmm. Uh, for me, when I'm like. I found the best practice that I have for doing anything creative is to make sure I have as much time as possible to do it um, in so much as that I'm not thinking about doing other things on that day or during that time. So when I do a movie, uh, which I've done for both Party Stories and, and this now, uh, is I make sure I book the entire time off. Um, so you're not, so I'm not working day job. Yeah, I'm not thinking about some other job that I have to do I'm not thinking about like a relationship I'm not like like I'm like I'm locked down like it's my time to do yeah. my job because uh, that is that is the job is, is to show up um, so generally when I'm in that mode uh, there's kind of a comfort there where I'm like uh, all I have to do is listen to when they say action uh, hair makeup cut like that's like I'm just listening for my cues to do my job um like yeah, that's what all the workers for and stuff. And like, uh, I find that it, like helps like streamline things and stuff, and like it makes it easier on everyone too. Like I'm not being a drama queen because of some shit that's happening in my life that other people don't really need to deal with. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, just, and sometimes you can't help it. You know, sometimes things pop up, but uh, the less you can let that stuff get in the way of the process itself, the better. Um, and just working with everyone and saying yes to everybody. And like if someone forgets to say please or thank you you know don't take it personally like yeah. we're all just fucking busy like yep, totally. we we are saying thank you in our hearts trust me like, <laughs> uh and you see it once the film's done like yeah yeah the yeah. gratitude's definitely there i'm pretty excited for you to see the finished thing we're we're super close at this point mm. super close um another question in there yeah what was the most fun thing or whether it be like a specific scene or you know, the writing process or anything. What was your favorite part of doing this movie? It's literally, it sounds fucking cheesy, 
but it's literally showing up to set. Like, yes. It's, it's, it's you, you wake up and you get your coffee and stuff and you leave and then you show up and you come through the door and like, and then everyone just greets you and it's just yeah. like the day starts and it's just, uh, knowing, knowing that you're doing, knowing that you're doing what you want to do, I yeah. think it's, it, it's not, not just a tip for just this career, like, uh, or hobby, if it's a hobby too, or, or just something you want to do, like, if, if it's something that you love doing, whether for money or not, if you enjoy showing up, then it's, it's the right thing to do. Yeah. It's just, it just simply is like, uh, cause you're just gonna have fun doing it and you're gonna do your best job. Um, that's generally how I think you know you're on the right track. Yeah, for sure. And like you, so it'll be a couple of weeks before I would assume, but we just recorded a Q and A podcast and you were in the end of that as well. There was one question that I think was before you showed up and it was, how do you stay positive on set? And I remember reading it and being like, how could you not? Like, I, I love doing it so much. Same thing too. Like, you know, I literally pour my own money into this, take the time off as well. And like, don't eat. I lost 10 pounds doing this movie. I lost 15 doing party stories just because you're not eating. And I'm still like, this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you get that energy. Yeah. It's a, it's great, man. I brought great time. I've literally, I found the same thing with, I just started studying art. Uh, mm -hmm. I've been doing it for five weeks straight now, like every night, at least, at least three hours, uh, generally the most 10, uh, somewhere on the average of five, um, whether it being like a lecture, uh, a YouTube tutorial, a book, um, or just like listening to music and having my pen on, or rather the Wacom, Wacom pen on the tablet, I don't know yeah. what you call it, but I, it's a lot, it's a lot of our work, but it's, it's, uh, you just enjoy it. Uh, and you just love doing it and it's like yeah there's not really room for anything else but I think the thing is like how do you stay positive in life right like do you do you focus on the negative parts do you focus yeah. on the parts that you love like cause I mean like yeah like we said like if you if you love doing it it's the right thing to do like it's you're you're in a happier place like yeah. you can find creative ways to to do it and stuff I'm like yeah you do it for the love yep yep totally um does anything else come to mind of things to talk about about this movie that the audience might find useful? Uh, well, I mean, I obviously have questions uh, for you. Uh, sure, man. I don't know if we got time. What do you, of course we do. More, but, um, I mean, like, what's your, like, when you pick, when you pick the movie you're going to do, mm -hmm. what is it that you start with? Like, what do you pick first? Is it a theme? Do you with a feeling? Is it um, an idea, a line? Like, is yeah. there, what's the catalyst you usually find that sets you off on a full? Latif and I talked about this on the podcast before, but basically the way I do it is I'll think of ideas and then I intentionally try and forget them. And if you do that and an idea comes back, you think of it, you're like, oh, that's a cool idea. I thought of this before, haven't I? And then you forget it again. And if it keeps coming back, then it's like, okay, there's something here. So as we were finishing up Party Stories, which was also another crazy fact, we're in March right now in just over two months we'll have been working on this new movie for two years. Isn't that crazy? Jeez. Yeah, time flies. But yeah, uh, the idea kept coming back to me and coming back to me. We were at the end of Party Stories and I was like, Latif, remember we were editing the end stages of Party Stories. I'm like, I think I got another idea, man. <laughs> He's like, okay, what is it? So I pitched this movie to him. He's like, yeah, I can see it all in my head, and like, we could probably do it affordably, and yeah, we should do it. 
And I remember right after, I was like, what do you think when I pitched you that? He's like, I thought it was good. I was really surprised he had another one ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it all starts with an idea of like, because, you know, I get ideas every day and I forget them. The majority of them don't come back. But the ones that do, I think that's a pretty good indicator of there's something there to explore. And, you know, there's times where one keeps coming back and all of like there was one I was working on when we finished wrapping here. I was like, I'm going to write a new script and I started it. It's the only time I've ever stopped writing something because it just felt more like a, it wanted to be a TV show than a movie. And then I had another idea that kept coming back, so I wrote that. But yeah, if ideas keep coming back to you, there's something to at least look into. It doesn't mean you have to make it, but yeah, I think it's a pretty good way of vetting. So what, is, what does an idea look like to you? Like it's, like for this, was it like a line or was it a... Uh... No, it's like, it's uh, the plot generally. Yeah. Like, be, not the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> scene, but it's the beginning and middle. <laughs> Suddenly, the script fell from the sky, and I was like, "Damn it!" Yeah, I should film this. This is cool. Uh, uh, no, it's beginning, middle, and end. Like a character does X, X happens. This is where we end. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Latif has talked about this too. He doesn't outline or anything. He'll just have an idea. You might not know how it ends, and he'll just start writing. I can't do that. That like, I don't know how you would do that. I need to know kind of who the character is. Like, it'll always change through the drafts, of course. Um, what they're doing and what the end is, and if you know that, and it kind of says something to you, you know, theme will be a little bit, but kind of like a message in there, then. And I can't say what that is because I'd have to right. spoil yeah. the end. <laughs> but I'll tell you after. Um, well, I guess that was kind of sort of my other question. Not that you need to be specific, but like, yeah. uh, do you generally make sure that there is a clear message for each of your movies, or or do you wait for the message to come, or or do you even uh, hope for a message? Or I think everything you do should have a message. Um, sometimes it's easier to see than others. And, like, I think this new movie we did actually has a lot of messages because it's, like, it's it's a love story. But then, like, the B and C stories are a lot about being in this late 20s stage of life and the kind of stuff that happens to universally. Where the, the, the love story in it is kind of a not everyone's going to experience that. But the B and C stories are very... Not to say the love story isn't relatable, but a lot of people are going to go through the B and C stories of this movie in their life. It's unavoidable. It's just, you know, another stage that I'd be shocked if people, the strong majority of people didn't go through those certain things. So there's a lot of messages in there. Um, in this one, I think it'll just be, it'll be a bit more up to interpretation as opposed to us just saying, here is my message, you know? Sure. But I think every good thing should try and say something, whether it's one specific, like here's a message, or there's a bunch of just kind of life messages in there that whatever ones you connect to, you can kind of take from it. You know? mm. Is uh, Do you hope for people to, to connect to, to something specific, or, or do you yeah. generally hope people interpret in their own way? Both, I guess. Like, the reason we called our... Our production company, Unite Between Lives, was because I remember the movies that I always loved the most were the ones that, you know, I typically typically go to the movie theater at night. So it would literally be like a night between lives where the next day I would feel like I'd have a different perspective on life or the human condition Mm. because that movie did such a great job. 
So that's kind of, in a perfect world, how I would love people to interpret the movies I make and just walk away with something better, whether it's, you know, they can look at something in their past in a different light or something universal in a different light. Yeah. Any uh, any big plans for, for uh, the next uh, motion next picture? Uh, I, I, think that, your head? I think I know what I want to do. <laughs> it's going to be a little bit coming. Like, uh, I wrote one script after this movie, which I sent to you, and it's like a $200 million movie. I don't have $200 million, so we're not going to film that long. <laughs> but uh, I have an idea of... There's two scripts. Like, in the next year, I want to get five scripts done. Um, there's two that I really could picture as like the next things but which one it ends up being will you know the future will tell us fair enough yeah 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 well damn I know I, I know so any parting words to the audience for this episode uh yeah uh have something creative in your life to do um and do it a lot yep uh there's time for you know Netflix and entertainment and stuff mm. uh when you retire Honestly, like, I mean, like, even if it's like an hour out of the day, I, I find if you have your work life and it's taking a lot out of you, put a bunch of energy into something creative and not into your own relaxation because uh, there's only so much time to like make something, yeah. you know? And like, you can you make really it really happy. Yeah, and like, make a lot of bad stuff. Make just make <laughs> shit, you know? Make, yeah. make some real crap. And do it on purpose sometimes, and do it by accident a lot, but but mostly just make a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's uh, like when people ask us about writer's block, I'm like, writer's block doesn't exist. You're worried about making something bad now. Go write that bad thing, then delete it, and, and write then something write good. something else. And keep doing that, and eventually it'll be good. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Like, it, I, there's countless... Uh, deleted layers I've had on Photoshop <laughs> in the last 24 hours alone yeah. um, and it's perfect because it's just like the more you do it the more they, the less they matter the less the bad ideas even matter yeah like, and the less you'll create them too yeah uh, you'll eventually just get into the flow of of, of knowing Good. what it is you're intending to do and then just doing it with intention yep. and like yeah totally totally so yeah I think you're gonna end up being back on the show we'd like we're talking about doing one with like the large majority of the cast so there'll be more and we'll do interviews with you and stuff but until then it's filmcraft and you are i'm cougar vicarian thanks for... so get social media dude all right jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> trying to promote a movie I'm a, I'm here a hermit now i gotta yeah, i gotta come back to the world <laughs> yeah this filmcraft that's cougar i'm matt and uh it's brought to you by pippa pippa.io p-i-p-p-a.io podcast hosting service that's cheap and awesome Thank you. See you later.